And we're back. We're back. We're back with this week's bonus high. Today's question uh, is reflecting on the topic we just had in our last episode surrounding authenticity. And our question for today is, when do you feel most authentic and why? When do you feel most authentic and why? Um, Rose, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I had to think about this one for a while. It's like a deep question. Mm. I'm, I'm appreciating these questions. I hope our listeners are too. I, I arrived at two different answers. One is that every time I'm back in my childhood home area, it like I sink back into something different that feels really, really good. Um, I think that was maybe the point in my life where I felt most free and creative and all those good things we discussed on last week's show, actually, in terms of living an authentic life. I think there, you know, there's probably nostalgia mis- mixed in there too, because, you know, I spent a lot of time on my grandparents' farm and there's just a ton of memories and and good times. And my, my aunt lives there now, so I get to still go to that place. And something happens when I'm there where I feel really good. Like, even if mm. I haven't seen some of my family or cousins in like, years, I can sink right back into this familiarity, even to the point that like, I'll start using my Western PA accent more when I'm there around those people. Um, It just sort of happens. But it's like a very, very special feeling. And I think um, the other one that comes to mind, and we talked about this on last week's show too, I had this is the one I had to really think about. I I, I can't, I don't want to necessarily pinpoint it to a person. um, But I will try to pinpoint this to a feeling. There have been moments in life where I'm like very deep into a conversation with someone and it it maybe we're like an hour into something and they're like telling me their life story or like something that happened, good or bad. And I feel like really like myself in those moments. I can't explain it. I don't think I was meant to be a therapist or anything like that. But I think like my natural journalistic tendencies come out because I'll be like, well, then what happened? But then what did you do? How did you recover from that? And I find myself like, for better or worse, I sometimes will say and ask people things that might be out of the bounds of what normal people would say. For example, I ran into someone who I knew went through a rough breakup and that person got married, like the person that broke up with her. And I hadn't seen her in a while, but I was like, how are you doing? Because I saw that he got married. And then I thought maybe I shouldn't have said that, but she appreciated it. She was like, it's been hard, you know, like it was hard. Thanks for asking, you know. Um, but in those moments, it could be with anybody. I feel like, oh, I'm being myself because I'm asking, like I'm genuinely wondering how this person feels and how they're coping and just how they're doing. I don't know. I love sense? that. I, I love, I, I'm like, perfect sense. I'm looking forward to your answers to see how you took this. I love the fact that you feel most authentic when you're having those deep conversations what you're you're funny mentioning like sometimes I ask questions where I'm not really sure if I should be asking it because I feel the same way. Yeah. Like when I get into deep conversations with people, I feel that I don't know what it is. Something about me, something about you, something about us. People give us more liberty to ask certain things that maybe they don't give other people. Like I hear this all the time, like for my sister or for other friends, they're like, you just ask these questions. Like you just cut right to the heart of the matter. You probably do the same thing with your like journalistic tendency of, you know, I'd love to hear more about that and asking the questions that are obvious, right? Like this poor girl kind of reeling from the breakup and she's seen this guy get married. Of course you're like, 
coming from a sincere place of concern. It's not coming from a gossipy place, right? Yeah. Like, how are you? Are you okay? No. It's more like, how's it going? Like, that's a lot. That's a lot to manage. Well, and then I told her that happened to me one time. Somebody I was with for a really long time started dating someone else immediately and got married really fast. And I was like, I know exactly yeah. how that feels. You know, she it was a long yeah. time ago for me and I'm over it. And I told her that like, I'm way over that and you'll get over this too. But you know, that kind of like connecting with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of like, I can relate. I can truly empathize in that moment. Yeah. I feel that a lot when I talk to other people who've had like a big loss, like I'm no grief expert, but like once you've gone through a big loss, you feel like you have a different language that you can communicate with other people using that language. So I, I admire you for, for mentioning that. That's a great one. As far as me, um, when do I feel most authentic and why it's making people laugh. And I know that's such like a funny answer, but like when I am like, just joking around and making people laugh. Not in a like, hey, come here for my stand-up section, you know, like I have 30 minutes at the Laugh Factory. But like if I'm like with my nephew and I'm making him like howl with laughter, I feel most myself. I believe that because it's funny. As you we were talking about me and deep conversations, I was thinking about some of the earliest times that I met you. And I remember you being really funny. Oh, I'm, I'm seriously. And I remember like us being in like really interesting conversations and you would always have these zingers and I'm like, she's so cool. Like, how does she come up with this stuff? <laughs> I would never be able to just like come up with that line. Like it'd always be very clever and funny. Thank you. Yeah. I just feel like humor has always been very important to me and um, not in this like striving way of like, got to be funny, got to, got to hit the notes, I get the high notes, but more like I just feel most myself when I am even in the roughest moments trying to see the funny side to it trying to see the bright side um so and I also like when I'm like making a little kid laugh like today at church I was hanging out with this little kid his name is Casey and um we joke that he's my boyfriend he's like under two and he's precious and he always wants to cuddle with me and I always get my Casey cuddles in and I was like making him like roll with laughter. I was like picking him up and like, you know, making oh, him do jumpies on my lap and stuff. And he was like rolling with laughter and it was just like infectious. And I just, I felt so authentic in the sense of like, I love giving this kid joy. Like this was his way of laughter, right? Like he's yeah. not going to get the jokes, but this is his way towards laughter. And I also felt like it was a connection to, you know, one of my authentic See, as we're talking, as we're talking today, I'm coming up with like different ideas of like what listeners, for those of you who don't know, I'm going to talk about something we talked about in the last podcast. We were talking about like having three main things in your life, like identifying three main qualities or themes or tenets of your life and making sure that your actions align with what you're trying to, those three things. And one of my three things is to have like a healthy relationship. And so, um, as I'm, or to be a mom rather, to be a mom. That's one of my big things. Mm. And so as I'm making this little kid laugh or if I'm making my nephew laugh, I'm like, oh, that's lining up for me. That's lining up for me in my head because I try to see myself as like, what kind of mom would I be, right? Like probably a crazy mom, but like I'd also be a mom that like tries to make her kids see the humor and things and like try to not take life so seriously. That's great. I love that. So that's what resounds with me. It's a very good exercise to think about. 
I think about it in terms of people too. Like, who are you around? What was the question again? Who you, where you feel most yourself, right? When do you feel yeah. most authentic and why? Well, authentic, yeah. Um, because I think well, I know cert- what I can say. Go ahead. You you say what you're gonna say. Oh, I was just gonna say I think that certain people can also draw it out of you. But I exactly. also think that that can change. Like there yes. are people that I feel very authentic with and like it's it's changed over the years for this reason or that reason. But, you know, there are like moments where certain people really bring that out in you. I agree. And I think, I mean, one of the main reasons we're asking this question is not just so that people can be aware of like when they feel most authentic and why, but also because by knowing that, you can be more conscious of it and maybe go towards similar situations, right? Like if you notice, like when we're, whenever we have a conversation, I usually feel better after it. So it's like, okay, in my life, I know if I need to talk about something difficult or talk about something funny or fun, like I can circle over to you and have a good connection and feel good about it. And I would encourage like listeners to be mindful of that as well, right? So like if you are more aware of different situations and they make you feel authentic, maybe be mindful of what that looks like so you can try to go towards that more often. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, if you're in certain situations where you don't feel authentic, right, there's a gift too. If you don't feel authentic, you don't feel like yourself, something feels off, you don't feel like you're centered or balanced or you're coming, you're coming from this frazzled place, take a look at the situation. What's the situation and who's around you? And what are you doing? And maybe think about going away from that. Yeah. I think just being mindful of those things helps us um, have more joy in our life and live from a more, you know, true and authentic place. I think those moments can also show you your insecurities. Like there are occasions where I feel left out of situations and I'm always like reminded of, oh, you feel this way because you were like left out in things when you were a younger kid, like you weren't. And so I try to remember like, it's not really them. It's like what's happening in this moment is like triggering me to a a place, you know? Um, So it's it's also like a learning lesson. So it's maybe not those people, but just that environment you're in is like reminding you of something that felt icky at one point in time. But you're not that person. You're a different person now. So you're not. Yeah. Yeah. You go do this other thing. You're an adult. Yeah, and you can grow from that and be like, oh, yeah, that doesn't have to bother me anymore if I don't if I don't want it to, and if it still does, I can make a change. You're right, exactly. When you think about life well, that way, it seems much easier. Yeah, <laughs> seems much more manageable. <laughs> well, listeners, we encourage you. Oh, sorry, do you have anything else? Well, listeners, as always, we encourage you to have fun doing this inner work we always talk about, and maybe this week consider this question for yourself. When do you feel most authentic and why? And hopefully with this knowledge, you'll either go away or go go towards something that will bring you a sense of fulfillment. As always, we are so grateful for you listening to us. We will see you next time on Bonus High, as my mom would say, onward and upward.